five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, three. Hey, welcome to the podcast, One Dive at a Time. I'm your host, Rob Anderson, the director, founder, and scuba monk for Neptune Warrior. Sitting out here in the Neptune Oasis, just listening to the water in the background. Hey, I'm going to turn on the music for a second. I want you to just listen to this. Man, isn't that peaceful? I love, I, I, well, I love warm water, uh, warm weather. I love warm water too, but I love warm weather when I can work out in the back. And oftentimes I get a chance to do that with my day job. I'm so much more protected, uh, not protected. Well, I guess I am protected, but I'm so much more productive. It's just that sound of water and nature surrounding you and it's just good stuff hey today we're going to talk about problem solving mike got a little bit hot there today we're going to talk about problem solving and i'm going to share a tool with you that i've used probably since the early 90s had a platoon leader when i was assigned to debt one so let me explain the debt process to you so a detachment can be assigned to different uh, different units, different military units, uh, different service branches. Debt One was actually assigned to an Army Infantry Platoon that was responsible for ground combat training. And you've heard the story a little bit in the past about the mission that we were on was retaking that training mission and bringing it back into the Air Force. So believe it or not, the Air Force actually is not just sitting around in chairs, pushing papers, flying planes, and things like that. We actually have our own ground combat force. And my job, uh, as well as my fellow detachment members, all of us had been TDY and deployed and had, you know, you know, whether it was Somalia, Grenada, kind of aging some of the guys, but Somalia, Grenada, Desert Shield, Desert Storm, or other... There's a lot more other activities that had taken place. Uh, but all the members of my team in that detachment had all been on deployments like the Storm and Somalia and Bosnia and just, just other just crap places. But, and I don't want to get too much in that story because I want to tell you, the reason why I'm telling you that background is that Lee Poe, who was my platoon leader and an amazing friend, amazing mentor, amazing leader, taught me a technique for problem solving. And it was called SOTAS. And I had, I, I use that quite often, but it's great when you have to make a very decisive decision, you need to be confident in your decision, you need to at least explore a couple of options and then move forward. So I remember a few years ago, right after Neptune got started, I was sitting in a room in Vancouver, Washington. It was an August weekend and I was supposed to be running a search and recovery workshop, which is one of my favorite workshops to run, especially when it involves artifacts. 
Now, the kind of artifacts I'm talking about are antiques. I'm a huge, I'm a, I'm a bottle nut. I love collecting old bottles. I do a lot of research to find places that were either where miners were at or loggers, uh, places where there were saloons and brothels and things like that. And I got, I got addicted to, problem, to um, bottle hunting. I got addicted to bottle hunting when I was stationed up in New Jersey because I was finding bottles that were basically tossed out into inlets. And then I had special access to a river, to a dam on a river that was only accessible through private property. And I was coming up with stuff all the way back from the 1700s. It was really cool. And that's a passion I love to share in diving. So I've got a couple of places that I've had some folks help me out with the mapping and the geography and the history and all like that of where I can take people and go do some bottle searches. So I remember sitting in Vancouver. It was like August, very, very tail end of August. I'm running a search and recovery workshop. We want to go out and we want to do some bottle collecting. Get up that morning, go grab breakfast, head out to the site. And the site that we're going to dive is closed. They've got algae and E. coli and we can't get in there. Now I've got divers that have paid $150 to take the class Plus, they drove seven to nine hours. Plus, they booked a hotel room. Plus, they took out a lot of time on the weekend. And now, it looks like my class is blown. <laughs> Algae on the lake, E. coli, we can't dive. What do we do? And, I mean, my, my brain is racing. You know, we just spent all this time driving out here. We spent money on hotels. Everybody's got full tanks. And, and, and by the way, we're supposed to stay another two nights. And it's, you know, it's, it's hard to get out of the hotel, especially once you have stayed past, you know, checkout time. It's really difficult to get, to get out of that, that next night as it is. And there's just that emotional thing of, you know, that emotional letdown of the divers. I mean, they were really looking forward to it. I've pumped up this course. I've shown bottles that I've recovered from that region. I've shown other bottles that I've recovered. We've gone through the groundwork because I always do groundwork, especially with a search and recovery course. I always do groundwork before we ever get out to the dive site. As part of the course, I've purchased their e-learning. And I've got 10 people that are ready to go dive. And my mind is racing. What am I going to do? I mean, I'm the dive leader on this thing. I'm the guy who's running the trip from a professional standpoint. I mean, and I've got that same emotional letdown because I'm looking forward, not so much for, for me finding bottles. You know, if I find one, that's cool. What I'm, what I'm really wanting, though, is for my divers to come back successful. You know, you spend a lot of time investing. You know, you, know, you, you, know, you take the time to, to invest. You take the, the monetary aspect of it to invest. And you get out there, and now you're not going to go find bottles. So my mind is just racing. And on, on my own side, I had invested in a trip going over there. I had invested in the e-learning. So I've got, from, a, you know, from an instructor standpoint, 
you know, I'm looking for a way, you know, putting courses together like that. I'm kind of, I'm really looking for a way to even just when it's for, you know, for my divers, for my veteran divers, I'm just looking to break even. So I'm not paying to go diving, which is what was happening for a long time. So I've got to at least be able to break even on this with gas expenses and food expenses and hotel expenses and, and e-learning and finger reels and, and everything else I've got invested into this, right? And at the same time, that is not my diver's problems. Those are my problems. I've got to figure that stuff out. But I've got to figure out a way to salvage this. And one of the things, you know, one of the tools I've always tried to teach in, in Neptune is, you know, coming to a consensus as a team. We're a tribe. And when we do things like sit at the pit, we've got a paddle that we pass around so that people can, you know, can speak and not get interrupted. You know, it's, it's those type of norms for our community. And when I've got a situation where we have all invested, I probably had significantly more invested in this, but where we have all invested in this, how do we salvage it? So the tool that Lee Poe taught me is called SODAS. So in the, in the early 90s, I was working for Lee. He taught me a ton of great skills. And one of the tools that I have used ever since then, whether it be for adventure planning or problem solving, figuring out finances, looking at relationships, is SODAS. It, it's it's my go-to tool. That that's what I go to when I've got to when I've got to solve when I've got to solve stuff. And and basically the way the tool works is as you take sodas, you break it out to situation and listing what the actual situation is. It's almost like writing a problem statement. And by the way, writing problem statements is difficult because too often when we write problem statements, we try to put the solution in there instead of keeping it to what the pain points are, what just the facts are. We try to put solutions into problem statements, and that doesn't work really well. And I think at some point I need to do a podcast on, on how to create problem statements when you're doing solutions because it's important not only in diving, but as you're trying to weigh out relationships, as you're trying to weigh out finances, as you're trying to weigh out career moves, effective problem statements help you understand what the true problem is without going immediately to solutions. So in SOTUS, you've got your situation. Then you have options. And I always try to list out three options. No more, no less. I mean, try to narrow it down to just three options. And then for each option you look at what the disadvantages are and what the advantages are. And if you're working with a group and you're trying to gain consensus, you want to take that in from everybody. So the way it worked on, on this day is, is I had actually gone through the sodas. I'd actually gone through the sodas exercise at first on my own. And I was going to go out and present, hey, here's what we're going to do. I thought, well, let's build out some consensus. You've got people who have invested time, invested money in this, invested emotions in this. Let's go ahead and take it to the group. I'll just keep my options and what I really thought would be the solution. I'll keep that in my back pocket. And, and really what I wound up doing was I, I only presented what was 
my potential solution for it, I, I put that in, I threw that in as an option. That way the group could discuss it. I didn't throw in the advantages or disadvantages or anything like that. But you take the situation, you weigh out three options, you look at each disadvantage and each advantage. Again, the group is inputting this and they just throw them up there. And then they have an opportunity to discuss it and then come to a consensus on what the solution is. Now, I'll, I'll actually cover consensus in a later podcast. And as it turned out, we came up with a solution that everybody enjoyed. And and it, it was interesting because because the 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 options were the first one, cancel the search and recovery workshop and just go back home. Hey guys, we tried. You know what? If if you guys want to go dive, I can I can show you about five or six places. If you just want to go get lunch, if you just want whatever it is that you want to do, if you want to go tour downtown Vancouver or something. So option one was cancel the search and recovery workshop and just go back home. And and I was pretty defeated at the time, but I wasn't defeated to the point where I'm just going to drive back. I'm going to do, I drove all this way. If nothing else, I'm going to go dive somewhere. Option number two was provide a refund, find a place to dive for fun that was local and I was and I was willing to guide them. So I would have given back their their hundred fifty dollars. Would have just gone and guided them. And then, uh, in as as part of that, one of the things, and this is why I love my divers, because a lot of them kind of see the pain points I go through and making sure that they're getting good quality stuff and not gouging them. Because part of as we discussed that one. One of the things was, that was brought up, in fact, that one was actually amended to provide a refund, find a place to dive for fun, and I would guide them. And they add on the caveat, if it's a good dive, we're going to tip you. If it's not, sucks to be you kind of thing, right? And, uh, and, and there, was a, there was actually discussion amongst the group whether or not to actually provide the refund or just do it on tips. And I had stepped in and said, look, guys, um, we'll, do, we'll do the research and recovery at a later date. If you think it's fair, then, you know, then, then tip me. If not, then that's fine too. And then the third one was to uh, teach a specialty such as underwater naturalist course, night, uh, or, or move the course to a place like Les Davis Park, the search and recovery, move it to Les Davis Park, which is not far from there, uh, there on the Washington coast. So those, are, those were the three options. Can't, you know, cancel it uh, and just go home, provide a refund, and go find, everybody go find a fun place to dive or I'll guide them. And then th- the third one was to teach a specialty, you know, to teach an ex- to teach a to teach a specialty. So, what you do again is you go in and you look at each option that's posted, and then the group lists out the disadvantages and advantages. And if I didn't mention this before, this is over on the blog site, so you can read it. And I'll have a picture of. I think I've got a picture of of the journal entry that I had on that, and I'll throw that in there, which, again, is why journaling is important. And um, we, you know, we, we, we looked at that, we came to a consensus, and as it turned out, the divers opted to spend the day and the evening diving Les Davis. And we did an impromptu underwater naturalist course, and it turned out, in fact, it turned out so well that that was the model I used for all my 
successive underwater naturalist courses. They had an amazing experience. What I did on my end is I covered the cost of the underwater naturalist, the e-learning. That way when they got back, they could just do it. And I also forwarded some other training materials that, that, I, that I wrote after that that supported the underwater naturalist. And actually wound up okay because the, the tips that I got off that trip covered the cost of the underwater naturalist e-learning that I had to buy for them. And, you know, without that tool, I'm not sure that I would have confidently come up. First of all, I wouldn't have come up with, with some avenues we could explore. But the other one was providing an opportunity and providing a tool that they could follow and come to consensus. What I find is, is that tool transfers over to different areas of your life. And that's why I still use it. I said in the beginning of the podcast, if it's, if it's looking at things like, like finances, if it's looking at things like relationships, buying a house versus renting, right now I'm using that as a tool or encouraging that as a tool in my coaching sessions. I've got Abby using it as she looks at moving in, into an apartment at some point. Making some very tough decisions with uh, one, one of our pups that we have. So it's an effective tool that you can use that makes problem solving a lot simpler and takes away that whole fog of war when you're battling to kind of figure out what direction to go. So again, the tool is Sodas. Make sure I've, I've got it posted out on the blog, scubarob.com. And if you'll look under the section that says, I think it's like words of a scuba monk or words of research of a scuba monk, you'll find sodas as a recent post in there. So go and check that out. Hey, by the way, you know, I haven't mentioned it in a long time, but you guys can call into the show and we, and I haven't, you know, one of the things I try not to do is beg for you to share and like, I'm not, I don't ask that that often, but right now it'd be really amazing to get some share and some likes of the podcast. So I really appreciate that. Hey guys, I'm dumping a lot of podcasts on you all at once, kind of shotgunning them out there. As I've told you before, there's days I feel like laying out a podcast. There's days that I don't. I don't feel any, like like I have to go do it. I'm not on a schedule. I want to keep it pure like that. So that's why you're getting uh, two or three over the course of this weekend. Hey, again, appreciate everyone who is listening, everyone who's responding, people who are uh, saying hey on some of the social media platforms. Really appreciate that. All right, guys. That's I think that's all I've got for this weekend. Who knows? I may lay out one or two more of these. Who knows, right? But hey, just remember, as long as you got air, you're all right.